What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for joining another episode of Health Explained. In this bonus episode, we will be going over a brief COVID-19 vaccine update. Today I have Next Level Urgent Care Associate Medical Director, Dr. Allison Payne with me to give us an update on all things COVID-19 vaccine. How are you, Dr. Payne? Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I am doing well. How are you? I am great. Glad to have you here. So um, I want to just kind of dive right into it. Um, first off, where are we in terms of who's eligible to be vaccinated right now? Um, so we have three groups. Um, we have the phases 1A and 1B. Um, 1A includes frontline healthcare workers and residents of long-term care facilities, um, you know, like uh, nursing homes or um, if they're in a facility, um, you know, after they've been in the hospital and might need some longer care and rehab. And phase 1B includes anyone who's 65 and older. It also includes anyone who's 16 and older with a medical condition that puts them at um Increased risk of severe COVID, such as you know cancer, COPD, heart conditions, type two diabetes. Um, there's a list on the uh, Texas Public Health website, um, but that list isn't all inclusive. Um, pretty much, if you have any kind of medical condition, they do encourage you to talk with your doctor and see if you qualify. Um, and the most recent group that has been added to the eligible list is school and childcare personnel, including teachers or anyone involved in child care for their work. Awesome. That's really exciting. And is that um, only happening in Texas or is this nationwide? All of these phases are being rolled out now. Um, so the 1A and 1B is specific to Texas. I believe I saw somewhere this morning that anyone uh, kindergarten through 12 is eligible nationwide. Oh, awesome. Um, so kind of Going right back to, because we are in the state of Texas, I'm sure a lot of our audience members um, are in Texas as well. Um, do you know about how many vaccines that our state has received so far? So there's actually this uh, tracker through the Houston Chronicle website that I've been following. They update it daily with those numbers. As of 115 today, uh, 9.2 million doses have been given to the state of Texas. Um, 4.4 million people have had their first dose and 2.4 million have received uh, their second dose. Are these, do you know, does it kind of tell you at all about which vaccines we're getting? Are we mostly getting Moderna or Pfizer or um, now we have Johnson and Johnson or is it kind of whatever we get um, is what we use? It didn't really go into the specifics. Um, so I'm thinking, yeah, whatever we get is what we use and Definitely the message is any vaccine that you're offered, take it. Don't be picky about the type. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that recently the CDC has come out and said you only need one dose of Pfizer to be pretty well protected. Do you know now with the vaccine rollout in Texas, are we only giving um, everyone one vaccine for Pfizer or are we continuing to do both doses? Um, I am not terribly familiar with, uh, that protocol changing. I think, it, uh, the experts are pretty split on, you know, if you can get away with doing just one or no, since it was designed and tested as two doses, just stick with two doses until we know otherwise. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think kind of going back to what you said, like whatever you can get, take it. Um, any protection is better than no protection at all. 
What is the current prediction of when vaccines will be open to the general public? So nationwide, it's been all over the headlines. Uh, They're saying, you know, by the end of May, we should have doses for anybody who wants it. If you go on the website for Texas Department of Health and Human Services, they estimate by springtime, which is um, a little bit of a vague timeline there. But yeah, (laughs) it's coming right up. Well, that's exciting. Um, I think, you know, the more we can get vaccinated, the sooner we'll be able to get back to normal. And I know that's what most people are wanting right now. Um, A bit more excitement is that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has been released. Can you tell us a little bit about the difference between Johnson & Johnson versus Pfizer and Moderna that that are already out? Sure. So the obvious difference is uh, Johnson & Johnson is just one shot and you're done, no having to follow up, no going through the side effects a second time around. Um, it is also a little bit easier to transport and store, um, doesn't need to be frozen, it's just refrigerated. Um, and there has been a lot of rumbling about the numbers uh, with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine compared to Pfizer and Moderna. Um, you know, the data say 66% effective against moderate to severe COVID, um, but when you break it down a little bit more, 85% effective against severe disease and so far, basically complete protection against hospitalization and death, which is one of our major endpoints. Um, yeah. And so what that tells me is, you know, you might be more likely to get COVID with a Johnson and Johnson vaccine, but it would be more manageable than if you had no vaccine at all. Um, yeah. And then something else that I've been seeing too is Johnson Johnson had a different timeline than Pfizer and Moderna. Those numbers were more subject to the variants that we see talked about in all the headlines, you know, the uh, South Africa variant, the one coming out of Great Britain. So that skewed their numbers. And it was actually a little bit more than 66% effective here in the States than it was in South Africa. That 66% is overall. Oh, great. So, and Johnson & Johnson, it's not an mRNA vaccine. Am I correct with that? Correct. Um, so it uses an inactivated virus as kind of a vehicle, a carrier, and and that's how it, um, you know, gets the vaccine to the immune system. So it can kind of learn and prep your immune system in case it encounters COVID. Got it. Do you have anything else you want to add um, as far as our COVID-19 vaccine update? Um, I think we covered a, a good amount in a short period of time, but uh, would love to hear, you know, any other uh, tips or ideas you have about it before we wrap up. Um, no, I think we, yeah, pretty much covered the main highlights that we know about so far. Of course, I encourage people keeping on everything, um, updates, because this is a very fluid situation. Um, you know, you'd probably be asking me a completely different set of questions two weeks from now. Um, it's based on everything that comes out as we go along and learn more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Payne. I really appreciate you being here on Health Explained, and we will see you next time. Of course. Thank you for having me again.